Hi, this is Evie. And this is Chantel. And, and this, this is, is Married to PTSD. So did you know that this is episode one of season two? Yay! We've been doing this for a year. Y'all, we made it to season two. So exciting. We ended kind of slow. A little, a little slow. A lot of things going on in our lives. Yes. Um, what kind of updates do you have? How How's your kid and the hubs? Um, we're good. I know that he has been in a struggling place, so that makes it hard for me to podcast. And you're going to hear this lovely noise because my dog insists on being in the room and I don't want him in here. Um, he's been struggling, so I, it's hard for me to podcast when we're struggling. Right, right. which makes sense because how do we give... I mean, obviously it'll be therapeutic for us, but how do we podcast and tell other people... Yeah. How to keep going you're like, oh my gosh, how do I keep going? Yeah, so I will be honest. That, that's as raw as I can get is when I'm in the moment and we're, like I said, we have had great, great times, great moments, but there's always, it's never going to be done. Right. Which is funny because like whenever I'm in the moment, I message you and I'm like, I need to podcast <laughs> now. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't do it. It's not today. I just feel fake. Like I can't, yeah. I know it's not but I got to get through it, and so we're through it, but he's not out of his place yet. He feels, he'll tell you, I'm struggling. Yeah. So he can feel it. He knows it. Yeah. So we, I mean, obviously our husbands go through different seasons and everything. So Josh is actually doing well. He's transitioning from being a cop into owning his own business, and so he loves it. So exciting. So exciting. Um, like yesterday, he clean carpets all day and he woke up in a great mood and he's ready to go back out and do it again today so um he's that's what he's doing so he's good the kids that's are good awesome everybody is tyson just started wrestling he had his first wrestling match last night um he won because the other kid didn't show up <laughs> he had a bye he had a bye <laughs> um, still points still points and then so olivia my 11 year old um she um, left her phone, her brand new phone, on my car, which I did not know. And then I drove away, and it mm. flung up and hit my windshield, and then landed on the highway. And so then it got ran over. Um, so it's like two hundred and fifty dollars to fix it. Well, Josh is making her um, join wrestling club in order to get her phone back, like for us to fix it and get it back. So oh wow, that's exciting for her, I guess. Um, she's pissed, doesn't want to do it. But then Logan and Lavin both love wrestling, and they're doing the wrestling club too. So, yeah, just getting through. And All then, the littles love wrestling. Yeah. And then um, my update with Josh's mom. She's still in the nursing home. She's doing well. We had a medicine check because I had found out that they were over-medicating her, and she was like a zombie. And um, they were giving her medicine that you're not supposed to give somebody with seizures. So that was fun. And so it's just a lot a lot all adding up yeah but absolutely i think everything's kind of evening out and it just is what it is well that's a lot going thanksgiving's on. coming up oh my gosh i know so we're gonna get that we're gonna get through these holidays and we know so also we've talked about it before holidays are hard yeah. on our veterans because it's being out of the norm out of the routine it's not what they're used to the day's different they don't do what they want to do. It can be stressful. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm expecting it. I hope it. I hope not, but I'm expecting it. Which is crazy because, like, I remember last year, well, like, later into the year, but, like, literally on a podcast, I had my light bulb moment when you were like, that's because it's not in their routine. And I was like, oh, why? Oh, yeah. 
Why didn't I know this <laughs> 10 years ago? I figured that out very quickly. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I'm expecting it. Hopefully I get on the pot next podcast and be like, um, it went great. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. see. So we'll see. We'll see. We will have a, a update after this. So until then, we have a email that we wanted to share. And we're going to call her Spotify because she found us on Spotify. And we're actually kind of running out of nicknames. And our brains are fried for the holiday. So <laughs> here we go. I'm, and I'm just going to do cold reads. And so is Chantel just so that you can get her honest reaction. And we can, we'll probably stop and chat if something hits us. Yeah. Uh, we've, and then it's like less rehearse. And this is just very raw. All right. So it's, Hi, Evie and Chantel. My name is Jen, and I found your podcast while seeking resources for myself. I searched on Facebook and tried finding a Facebook group, but it didn't seem to help because of the horrible stories and negative lack of suggestions and help. Eventually, I found your podcast searching PTSD Wives on Spotify. That's us. Um, and yes, we know about the Facebook groups. Oh, they're so bad. Not a, I don't even have Facebook, and I know <laughs> it's going to be bad. Um, I am married to an Army combat vet with PTSD. My husband and I got married about 17 years ago when I was 20 and pregnant with our first daughter. He had two long deployments in Iraq, which impacted all of us. However, he had experienced prior trauma as a child, which has only made all of this so much harder. It took a long time for him to finally seek help, which was about two to three years ago. I know it takes time, but like you mentioned on your podcast, there just isn't enough support for spouses. I talk to friends, but they don't understand because they aren't in my situation. There are moments when I do feel alone, and it's it's um, not only hard on me, but it impacts the kids as well. I think the hardest part is being the target of it all. He doesn't open up to me about things, and it isn't necessarily good with and he isn't necessarily good with communicating so when he is triggered I'm the one to blame I honestly have no idea what I um I have no idea about what the VA is really doing he gets meds mailed but I don't see him take them he may take them but if I ask he gets upset he seems to still have monthly virtual appointments but I don't know what is discussed or if he actually is forthcoming all I can say is I don't know Good grief if that, not the truth. Um, I know exactly what you mean, um, especially at the beginning when he was going to, my husband was going and talking with his counselors. A lot of it's virtual now anyways, and um, I'm not asking anything. These counselors aren't asking me, and so I brought that up to him, and he said, no, it's not for you. It's for me. The help is for the veteran. And I'm like, got it. I get that part, but don't – what. My thing that I scream about the VA all day long is, why wouldn't you want to ask the spouse? Right. Like, we're the ones going through it, the yeah. spouse and the kids. Um, so I think the VA is missing a, a vital component in keeping the mental health with these veterans. Like, they're not, they're not your soldier anymore. <laughs> they're our family, and you're leaving a huge hunk of us out. How can you help them without helping everyone? Yeah, I would not be able to handle that. Um, it drives me nuts. I'm the one that orders Josh's medicines. I'm the one that does a lot of the talking with the doctors, whatever the VA calls. They're like, can we talk to Josh? And I'm like, uh, this is his wife. <laughs> whatever you need to say to him, you can say it to me. <laughs> so it's just, that's just how we work though. Um, Josh doesn't want to do that stuff. He doesn't want to be in charge of that stuff. So, um, I, I mean, I'm the one that takes care of it. So I, cannot I know that you can more relate to this yeah than I can so I relate completely to Spotify because 
yeah, he takes care of all of his stuff through the VA. Like, I don't mess with any of that. And I don't know what's being said. And like I said numerous times on this podcast, the one marriage counselor that they did send us to was an insane person. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm like, freaking VA, get it together. Anyways, I'm going to keep going. Although he has been getting help, I haven't found anything for myself to learn about how to handle everything. Anytime we argue, I'm told that it's you. You're so negative. You will never change. Then it leaves me speechless and hopeless. I reflect on what my flaws are and what I'm doing wrong, and it eats me up inside. He can't do that. I have gone through exactly what you've gone through many, many years. Um, There's no book out there. There's no help for us out there. All you have to do is trial and error. And yes, I went through everything was on me. When he didn't want to change and he didn't want to get help, it was always me. I was the problem. I was lazy. I am negative. Whatever he could say, he said it, and I'm just strong enough mentally that I knew that was, well, in my, my faith kept me there. I knew that was not true. I am a hard worker. I'm an awesome person. Um, I'm not too ugly. So I'm like, friend, <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. And everything he was putting on me, I just knew. I'm like, is this what you're feeling about yourself? I don't know. So hang in there because it isn't you. It's never the other person. Um, you just And so another thing that I've also found out is when we're going through these and things are being pointed at me, don't think for one minute I don't get in that shower, wash my hair, flat iron it, put a fresh coat of makeup on, I'll go spray tan, I put my little nails Wait, on. do you spray tan before you put makeup on? Um, this is just throughout, like not, that's not, yeah, in general, I make the best out of me because I can't be in a good mental space if I don't, right, right. If I'm walking around my pajamas with a messy bun, I can't do it. So I live my life like that. <laughs> I'm totally cool with a messy bun watching Bravo. I am when things are going good. <laughs> but if it's like exactly what she just pointed out, yeah. by no means is that going to keep me down. And that's something I've learned through the years is, you know what? I'm going to be the best me I can be and you're not dragging me down. Yeah. So that has helped. So when you feel like you're you know, the one that needs to change and he's saying you're the the worst ever. Make I mean physically make yourself get up and be the best you. We're gonna keep going. Bad days generally happen monthly. Um he won't speak to me, gets angry and places the blame on me. I'm then left feeling all the burden and nowhere to vent to. I journal everything so often and I reached out to scheduling a counseling session for myself, but the first available appointment isn't until November 18th. I also reached out to the local VA center, which offers support, but I think my husband is skeptical and they also don't seem very reliable. Hearing your podcast, it it is relieving to know that I am not alone. I'm going through the podcasts and haven't finished yet, but episode seven really hit home for me. And that's the one that says you're not alone because man, there's, there's a lot of us out there. The negative thoughts and blame is a big one. All I can say is thank you for your podcast and I hope it definitely continues. And thanks for lending an ear. So that's from Spotify. Um, so we're, ho- so Spotify, reach back out to us. Send us another email since you just had your appointment. I, I, I really hope that you went I really hope that, you know, things just didn't get better and you're like, oh, I'm going to miss it because you have to make sure that you guys do that for yourselves. Um, so you said it was on the 18th and today is the 23rd. So I am anxious to hear how your appointment went out or when, how it went, just how your appointment went. <laughs> That's the words yeah. I'm trying to say. How it went out. How it went out. Um, but we did, you know, these kind of all run together 
these podcasts. So we did look up, you know, what episode seven was because we we wanted to know like which it, which one it was that hit home for you because I think that was probably one of my favorites because it's so hard to not know that there's other people like us. I mean, you heard all of our other podcasts. You guys know that Evie and I known each other for seven years before we knew that we were going through the same thing or something similar. Yeah. And it was just because we started talking. Like, you don't know unless if you you reach out and you just start talking. Yeah. Start venting. Start whatever you need to do. Yeah, my life for myself got a little better when I decided to stop hiding it. Yeah. I was trying to hide what was going on and it just wasn't working. Yeah. And then also, um, uh, the guys out there are struggling. And unfortunately, they are the worst with the people closest. We lost a friend, um, Marine. One of our friends killed himself. It's so hard. So he's, uh, mine has been struggling with that as well. And it's just a lot. Like so many things just add up and it's just hard to navigate it. And if you're not a talker, then it just bottles up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we also have SK. Um, <laughs> our, our nicknames are getting worse. Sorry, we're you just might sorry. want to nickname yourselves because yes, we do appreciate when you guys nickname yourselves. <laughs> yes. so otherwise, your name is going to be SK. So or here we Spotify. go. Our Spotify. So SK, here we go. We don't love you less than <laughs> like people like Brazilian that names themselves or Hen. No, we named her. Yeah. So, so we're here for you guys. Ours could be random. <laughs> Here we go. SK says, um, my husband is about a year into his diagnosis of PTSD. It's all so new to us and we're trying to figure it out and we will get through this. He deployed for a year last year, came back and I could tell he was different. I would ask him about it and he would get aggravated. It aggravated him. Uh, we were never perfect, but our relationship worked. I loved him so much. He would make me feel safe, loved and taken care of. He was back home for about four months and then set out again in June. I've been trying so hard to write him and ask about his day to keep him to keep our connection. He came this week to visit with our kids, and he said he wants time to work on himself. I understand that, but so far, wait, okay, I lost my voice. I understand that, but so far, one, so for one, okay, I'm reading wrong. So for one, he will be leaving again until who knows when. And I'm supposed to just act like everything is okay. It's normal, but I'm not supposed to worry about him or ask him to call me and say goodnight. I don't know what he expects from me. He is my world. He is my best friend. And I understand he is numb right now to everything, but I am not. And I want to grow old with him. Um, I'm heartbroken and confused. And I wish I knew what to do to help him, to help myself and our little family. I don't know how I'm going to go on being single mom with husband deployed and find the strength to keep going every day like everything is fine. SK. Oh, girl, you do. You do. When you're going through the worst, you just find that strength, especially being a mom. Yeah. You won't even know that you're going, you're doing it, but you're doing it. I mean, we have gone through, so our situations weren't like hers, but like you guys were separated for a while whenever he had to live in a different county because mm-hmm. of his job. Yeah. And you were a teacher here. Um, and then we kind of did the same thing when my husband had to go. Um, he was in the police academy for 14 weeks and was an hour away. Um, but he just lived up in Columbia. Like we were luckily, um, we were blessed that my aunt, great aunt and uncle have 
like a garage apartment. So he got to live in that. Um, but it's hard. And we had three kids at the time too. Um, it's hard. It's hard being alone. It's hard parenting alone. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It's like a double-edged sword because do you want him there? And then it'll be toxic and he's not being the best version of himself. And then the kids see that and see like if it's like anger or whatever he has, or is it better to let him have that space so he can try to figure it out? Um, through my personal experience, I'm not going to tell anybody what's best for my personal experience. What I've gone through, like SK, it was not best for him to be away because then he could run from his problems. Right. When it got rough or he was aggravated, most marriages, you have to sit there and work it out because you're in the same house and you deal with it and you get through it. He could run away every time and just go to where he had to live for his work and act, you know, ice me out, throw a fit or whatever. Um, so that was not the best case scenario. And eventually we figured it out and, we you know, we came into one house because it was not working that way. I don't think marriages were <laughs> meant to work that way. Um, especially when you throw PTSD in the middle of it. So unfortunately, I know the heartbreak, um, being iced out or just with words, um, hang in there, lady. I've said it before. You can't see the rainbow when you're sitting in the storm that, oh, and it'll pass. You say that every time. <laughs> I'm like, you just can't. And you don't even, sometimes you don't even realize you're sitting in the storm. Uh, but you'll go stronger and you'll f- work on yourself. I mean, you can't change someone else, but man, you can work on yourself. Yeah. That's my best advice. Yeah, I know. I mean, sometimes though, because I, all right, so I have a good friend who her husband went away for a little while, um, and he came back. I mean, he was able to get counseling and stuff where he went, and he came back, and she said he's a totally different person, and, Mm -hmm. like, their family totally, like, revamped, and they're back to where they were, and I mean, I told her, I was like, you know, I just pray for you guys that it's not just that pink mist of Mm -hmm. um, honeymoon stage, but. Like, it's the real deal. And she really believes in her heart that it is. So, I mean, all you can do is support them. And I... Okay, if they're going away to actually get professional yeah, help, okay. yeah, you're right. I'm that so is for that. Okay. You're right. Unless you're just like, hey, I want to have my own apartment right. and yeah, that's not, live that a single work. life. Right. No. But yeah, if yeah, you're guys, actually going to get help, right. absolutely. Yeah. Nice catch on that. Yeah. I'm like, there's two Wait, different those scenarios. Are, two different things. are you going right. to live in your apartment to get away from me? Yeah. <laughs> are you going to seek medical or yeah. like serious help? Yeah, so I guess it just, I guess it just kind of, whatever his definition, I guess that would matter of what the separation included. It's yeah. hard though. We're yeah. with you though. And everybody's different. I mean, yeah. we can sit here and say what we've gone through just so you you can know, mm-hmm. but that's not to say that that won't work for you. Yeah. Um, We're all, every marriage know, is different. Any, guys, we, we want updates. We want updates. <laughs> um. This is season two, so we're going to go out with a bang. Or no, come in with a bang. Come in with a bang. Um, <laughs> we didn't go out with a bang. No. So let us know. Even if it's not, you know, the best story, nothing has to be rainbows and glitter. What is the saying? Is that the saying? Rainbows and sunshine? Yeah. Whatever <laughs> yes, sparkly. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so just... Just give us your worst, give us your best, give us your updates, whatever. Um, I mean, I I still have, you know, I'm literally accepting 
anybody on Facebook. And I... Like, <laughs> she does, too. I, I seriously do. And I've still... I'm literally still doing it. So people are still finding our podcast. They're still reaching out. They're still messaging. I still talk to a few of the girls that have reached out. Um, I mean, we're not doctors. I No. I pretend to be one, but he no. always says no. We're not. So, I mean, we can't answer questions like MRIs and... TBIs yeah. and all that stuff. Like we just can tell you what our personal experience is and share someone else's. Right? Yeah, we can share everybody else's. Experience <laughs> we can share everyone well. else's too. Um. And so yeah, keep reaching out, guys. So that's like twenty episodes last season of other people's experiences right. besides our alone. two little worlds. So it, well, not even that because on most of the email or most of the podcasts we have multiple emails on right. there. So. Keep them, keep them coming so that everybody knows that they're not alone and keep listening. And if you want to give an update or you want to share your story, it's married to PTSD at yahoo.com. Or you can call Evie. At- you cannot <laughs> call. I will not answer. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you soon.